is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and I am back answering your questions. Today, I want to answer a really important question um, because, hey, I don't know, is your life imperfect? Has uh, some crazy shit happened this year, this week? Uh, will it continue to happen in the upcoming weeks? Yes, <laughs> definitely. So the question is, um, how to stay consistent with lo- when life gets in the way? So it's going to be good things like vacation or family visiting or not so great things where your country, maybe it feels really unstable or there's a lot of stuff happening on the news, on the media, in the media, and you're like, oh, you're like glued to the screen, right? Like all of these things that can like shake that goal that you're working on, um, you kind of stop showing up, you stop doing the thing because that thing seemed more important. That thing, I need to know what's happening or I need to do this thing for someone else or I can't show up for myself or we're, let's for, uh, pretend <laughs> post pandemic when we all can travel and whatever, right? So um, yeah, we're going to talk about the good, the good things and the not so great things. So how to stay consistent. Um, the first thing that we want to do is we want to have a solid aspirational identity. So what I want you to do is I want you to focus on who you are being, not the thing that you're getting. So let me give you an example. Um, who you're being. So who you're being, I'm the type who, it can start with like an I am statement, like I'm the type of person who, or I am someone who, or I am a blank. That's, you're describing yourself. I am. So uh, who you're being, it might be like, I am the type of person who eats healthy meals. I am the type of person who exercises. exercises. I'm the type of person who um, meditates. I am a, a yogi. I do yoga. I am a runner. Um, so who are you being? What you're getting is, um, you know, losing losing 20 pounds or, um, I don't know, eating 1,500 calories or or if you're, if you're someone who's starting a blog or a podcast, you know, aspirational identity is um, a consistent content creator. Um, what you're getting, you might be thinking about views or listens, that, that number, that statistic, um, or money in your pocket. Oh, I'm going to make, you know, a million dollars this year instead of focusing on who are you being, right? Why do, why do we want to make this shift? Because when life happens, you're going to stop focusing on um, that thing in the future and you want to focus on, well, what can you do today? What do you do today when life is imperfect, when shit falls apart, when good stuff happens, good surprises happen, right? Who is that person you're being when all of those imperfect things about life happen? If you have a solid aspirational identity, you're good to go. Oh, no, we're on vacation? Well, it's okay because I am the type of person who takes care of their body. And the type of person who takes care of their body still does a workout in the morning, still eats vegetables throughout the day, still drinks water before drinking coffee, right? So that's the type of person. But if you're only focusing on a weight loss scheme, when it's vacation, you're like, I'm not doing that anymore. You're still identifying as the old self, just the the, the old self trying to pretend to like get this, um, trying to get this external thing instead of like focusing on who you are being in the day to day. So you want to have a solid aspirational identity. How do we make it solid? You write it every day. You write it every day. You write it every day. 
Um, this is going to, it's foreign to you because you've been doing things a certain way for the last decade, two decades, three decades, whatever it's been. So focusing on who you're becoming and who you're being, it's really important. Get those reps in by writing it every morning, put post-its around your house, put it on your phone, like you have to, if you want to change who you're being, you're going to need lots of reminders. That's how we create the solid um, aspirational, aspirational identity to help you stay consistent when life gets in the way. If this, if your aspirational identity is like, eh, kind of, sort of, you're not going to stay consistent when shit hits the fan, when things go imperfectly. You're going to be like, oh, whatever, I'm not showing up anymore. Um, number two. In order to stay consistent, even when life gets in the way, you need to set boundaries and you need to teach them to yourself and to others. A lot of times people will say things like, you know, oh, my husband or my wife convinces me to blank. You know, they're eating eight slices of pizza, so I'm going to do it too. So you need to set those boundaries for yourself. Like the only person that you are in control of is yourself. You are not in control of what other people do or say or think or whatever. You are only in control of yourself. You need to set those boundaries. So even if so-and-so is having eight slices of pizza, even if so-and-so is staying up until 2 a.m., even if so-and-so, like let's pretend you're on vacation and so-and-so wants to leave the Airbnb at 9 a.m. so that they, you know, you can go and start your vacation life. It's like, cool, you need to be the one that sets that boundary and says, hey, even though we're going to leave at 9, I'm going to wake up at 6 and I'm going to take that time for myself. This is important. This supports my solid, my aspirational identity, me being this person, even when we're on vacation. And here's the thing is like, if you get pushed back from someone else, oh, do you really have to do that today? Do you really have to, we're on vacation. Why do you have to do that? You have to be the one that says like, actually, I'm doing this because it's important to me. I'm doing this because it helps me. It helps my mental health. It helps my physical health. And without your mental health and your physical health, you don't really have very much going on. So you have to be the one who sets that boundary and teaches it to others and to yourself. Like you have to be the one that's like, this is actually really important. Um, other people are not going to uphold boundaries if you don't. They're not going to listen to those boundaries. It's a fake boundary. You're like, oh, it's kind of sort of there. It's like, it's a flimsy fence. <laughs> it doesn't actually mean anything. So you have to teach it to yourself that this actually matters. And you have to teach it to the other people that are in your life. Um, a lot of times we'll feel resentment towards others, but it's like, wait, but that person, like you didn't, you didn't do the work. You didn't set the boundary. Don't be mad at the other person for giving a little pushback. Like, cool, you need to set that boundary and teach it to them. And then, um, I mean, like people will, people will treat you the way you teach them to treat you. So if you want respect, you need to teach them to respect uh, your boundaries. And then number three, a lot of people hate this. I hated it too. You have to become a morning person. You have to befriend mornings. Um, I don't know how else you are going to change who you are being in this world, in your life, unless you befriend mornings. Um, I used to be a night, a night owl, night owl. I think that naturally I prefer to just stay up late. Naturally, I like procrastinating. I don't like have having to do stuff in the morning. I like pressing, pressing snooze, um, but I needed to become a morning person. There's no way for me to get my life in order unless I start tackling um, the important things in the morning. It's really important too um, because 
we don't know once you once you turn on the television once you turn on your phone you open the newspaper blah, blah, you start consuming the outer world and you start to see like shit there's like a lot of shit going down um you've taken that time away from yourself you said that that's more important and like we don't know what's going to happen the rest of the day the rest of the afternoon the rest of the evening so you need to take that time for yourself because who knows what's going to happen later in the day um when i was a teacher we always we would talk about, you know, you got to do the most important thing first thing in the morning. You don't know what's going to happen the rest of the day. You know, if there's going to be like a fire alarm or like a surprise visitor or like you really don't know. So get the most important stuff done first thing in the morning. Um, and then additionally, your energy, you have less energy as the day goes on. Your willpower wanes. Um, it's a lot harder. Like if you're like, cool, I want to be healthy. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do it at 8.30 p.m. Good luck. Good luck. It would be so much better if you actually started off your day by prioritizing exercise, saying exercise really helps me feel better. I'm going to make sure I do it in the morning so it actually happens every day. Um, it's going to be able, you're going to, you have more control over your mornings than you do as the day goes on. As the day goes on, people are pulling at you. People need things. You're opening yourself up to more people and more things. And that's great. We need people to be of service to other people for sure. Um, that's how we, that's how society works. Like we're, you know, but like if you don't dedicate that time to yourself in the morning, it's, it's really, really hard to change, um, to change your life. And again, it goes back to aspirational identity. If you take that time for yourself in the morning, the hours that come after that morning, it's like, that's affirming who you are being, how you are showing up during those hours, the decisions that you make, the thoughts that you think of a lot. So take that time in the morning. And then the last part, it's super, super tiny. Do something, anything, instead of all or nothing. So how do we stay consistent when life gets in the way? Okay, do something, anything, instead of all or nothing. So let me go back to the example of, like, let's just pretend that you were on a vacation and, you know, you don't have all of your workout equipment. Usually we're like, cool, I'm not going to exercise on vacation. I do all of the healthy stuff when I'm at home, and I do none of the healthy stuff when I'm on vacation. Cool, that doesn't really pan out so well. Instead of doing nothing while you're on your vacation, do something, anything. Maybe that looks like doing a 15-minute workout. Maybe that looks like taking a 15-minute walk in the morning. Maybe that looks like a five-minute laying, um, laying in child's pose for five minutes. When, you know, you're, um, you don't even need any equipment for that to lay in child's pose. But that, like, counts, like, cool. That was something I did for my body. Anything. That was something, anything I did for my body instead of putting up a zero. So every time that you do a habit, it's like, it's a rep. It's, um, I love in Atomic Habits, he talks about it being a vote for who you're being. Okay? So if every day you put in a vote for this aspirational identity that starts to become who you are. It stops, it stops being an uphill battle and it just becomes who you are. So if on vacations you're like, cool, like maybe I'm not going to run 26 miles while we're on vacation. Maybe I'm not going to do the 45 minute, you know, jumping up and down burpee workout. Maybe I'm just going to stretch for five minutes. Um, this was really helpful. This something, anything when we were in Thailand for our honeymoon, remember when you could travel? Oh, travel. What can I say? Um, we were in, in Thailand for our honeymoon two and a half years ago. And that was like when I was, I was really, 
when I built my meals, it was like veggie, protein, carb, veggie, protein, carb. Okay, cool. We're like walking around. Sometimes it was hard to find vegetables while on vacation. And that's why I kind of had to switch it to like, Jacqueline, just find any plant, any plant. We were there for three weeks. Can't go three weeks without eating some sort of plant, like a raw vegetable, a raw fruit. So it was like, cool. Um, I could find plants. I could find something. And maybe it didn't look exactly like how I would eat at home. But like, yeah, I could find fresh fruit to eat. Or I like, I think we went to like some like, uh, coffee shops and found like a, a boxed salad or something something anything my body needed a vegetable it's really hard to travel for three weeks if you don't actually eat vegetables you feel sluggish you feel terrible um but really honestly like doing that um doing something getting that rep in it it solidified that that identity of like I'm a person who takes care of their body even when we are on vacation on our honeymoon when other people might be like cool you know like drink your head off every day and eat all of the carbs and all of the fried food blah 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 it turns out that doesn't actually feel all that great for three weeks and that thing that's supposed to be fun turns to like wow I kind of feel crappy so how did I take care of myself while we're in Thailand I found water, I found, you know, some sort of plants to eat. Now when I travel, I um I bring what do you call it? amazing grass, the little um I bring like a little tub of like green powder. So even if it's really hard to find vegetables or fruit or whatever, I know that I always have like a little green tub and I can have that in the morning when we're traveling. So maybe I'm not getting a giant salad in, but I know that I can have that. Or I'll bring like some sort of protein bar or um, if we're going, if we're traveling, we do road trips a lot because of the dog and the pandemic, but like we'll, you know, we'll hop at a grocery store and get like easy vegetables or easy fruit, like apples or like baby carrots, something, anything. Do these look, are these super glamorous things? No, they're not. But getting that rep in, it solidifies that aspirational identity. I'm the type of person who takes care of their body, even when we're on vacation, I think going back to also, um, I have my clients do a self-care session in the morning and it's like, how do we do a self-care session? Usually it takes about 40, 40-ish minutes, depending on how long you want to draw it out. But it's like, cool, like what if your family is visiting? Um, how can you, maybe you don't have the 40 minutes. Maybe you're a mom and you have like a newborn. Okay, maybe you don't have 40 minutes. Can you take five minutes for yourself? Can you read one page a day? Can you do 10 push-ups or 10 squats? Can you do something, anything to support this aspirational identity that you want for your life? And stop pushing it off five years from now. Stop pushing it off until uh, for when life settles down. Because if 2020 and 2021 has taught us anything, life is not going to just magically, magically settle down. We have to be the ones that are like, okay, cool. That's a mess over there, but here's what I can control. Here's what I want for my life. I value my life. I value, you know, my health, my happiness. This is what I can do. And doing that is going to help you show up for, I mean, you're literally showing up for yourself and it's going to help you um, be in the relationships that you're in with your kids, with your, your husband, with your wife, with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your roommates. It's going to help you be a better person when you show up to work, right? Just imagine if, we all, like all of us, even like little kids, if we just took that time for ourselves in the morning before we started rushing off and doing things for other people, before we started commuting, whatever, but like we just took that time for ourselves, we would feel calmer at the, or, um, at the end of the session, we would feel calmer and we would just feel 
you know, more full as we're going through the day. We would be yet be able to pour from your cup. I hate that cliche, but seriously, like you would be able to give more and do more for other people if you took that time for yourself. So I think, but that, that solid aspirational identity, let me go back to that. Let me give you a few that, um, I've used and they shift. Like, you're like, okay, cool. Like that didn't really work. Let me like shift it. But in some others that my clients use. So for me, part of the reason that I am showing up every day and creating content, creating videos, creating podcasts, getting stuff out to people is my aspirational identity is I'm the type of person who shows up joyfully and consistently in her business. That aspirational identity has gotten me to joyfully and consistently show up, right? It's like literally, literally written into that. When I've had goals, I want to get this many podcast downloads. I want to, I want to make this much money. I want to sign this many clients. It's never panned out. I'm always just like picking some arbitrary number in, in the air and like, this is how it's going to be. It's never worked out. Can I just, what if I just take on this aspirational identity, show up and do the reps? Let's see what happens this year. There's going to be a big shift, right? So for you, instead of, I want to lose 25 pounds this year, or I want to blank, instead of picking this random number, this random goal that you have like, no, no reason that you picked that. It's just something you picked. Let's start with an aspirational identity of I'm the type of person who shows up for herself every day. I take time for myself. I'm the type of person who puts herself first and then puts the world second. That's not selfish. That's actually, that's actually going to help you and help the world. I'm the type of person who consistently and joyfully shows up for herself. Um, I'm the type of person who fills her cup first, right? You're going to have to see what words actually make sense to you. Some of these words might feel like, no, that sounds really stupid, Jacqueline. I'm not going to do that. Pick what Matt, what makes sense to you with your vocabulary and then write it down, like write it down. I have mine. It's like up here. Like it's literally right there. I write that every single morning. And you know what that does? Um, because I, I think I said like my natural self, like I, I just sleep in bed. I will just lay in bed and not do anything and just be depressed and hate life. Like that, unfortunately, has been my natural, um, like what what I've gotten in my adult life without having, without implementing these systems, right? Just depressed and not doing shit. Wonderful. This sucks, right? So what I have to do for myself is write that aspirational identity every day. My aspirational identity, who I'm working on becoming, joyful and consistent person who shows up. Some evidence that I'm already being that person. Uh, I'm showing up. <laughs> I'm doing the work. For you, aspirational identity. Type of person who shows up and consistently takes care of themselves. Some evidence. I ate a vegetable with lunch today. I took a lunch today. I took time for myself today, right? So this, like, if you take anything from this, <laughs> stop doing goals. Stop doing resolutions. Stop doing, um, t- like, lists, to-do lists of, lists of like 8 million random self-care habits that end up just adding stress, start with a solid aspirational identity. Um, and then just pick like one thing that you can do today and tomorrow and the next day to support yourself being that person. And the last thing I should have written it up here, but like number five, the last thing, how to stay consistent with life gets in the way reach out for help. You can send me a message. You can comment below. You can email me at coachjocelyn at jacquelynericchio.com and I can help you. I can guide you. Um, learn from all the shit that I've learned over the last six years and help this be your reality now instead of waiting six months. Make it your reality now. Take care.